The hard chorus skewing our perception of our, uh, ourselves. Now look, warning, gross generalisations that probably will cause some offence to some people. First up though, if I have one fault, it's that I'm too nice. That and my obvious lack of humility. My mum always used to say to me, uh, you know, you're so even, Andrew, because I never really get too angry. I never really yell at anybody at all. And I never want to cause unnecessary bother for anyone. My dad used to tell me that's a weakness, boy. He said, the squeaky wheel gets the oil, Andrew. But I just can't do that. I'm no good at stamping my feet. I'm no good at saying no. But I'm learning, of course, as I get older, that the squeaky wheels are favoured. The squeaky wheels get attention. But I also know that most people are like me, good people, who don't want to cause a fuss or to be a burden. And it's led me to wonder whether everything is what it seems. And I started thinking that yesterday when we saw that wellness survey, which showed that only 1.1% of New Zealanders identified themselves as gay or lesbian, and just 2% as bisexual. And presumably people who identify as other colours of the rainbow are even fewer. And I was genuinely, genuinely surprised by that finding. Because when you consider how much of the national conversation centres around LGBTIQ issues, uh, despite these presumably low numbers, you have to say that they are definitely a squeaky wheel, they're good at squeaking, and they definitely get some oil. And I don't hold that against them, though, uh, because the overwhelming majority, you have to say, have been pretty horrible to them right through all the centuries. But it also may be how many other issues are fired on by a vocal minority otherwise known as the squeaky wheels, or a small minority which otherwise known as the hardcore, and how many national perceptions have been skewed by these people, and then in turn how that makes governments act in funny ways that are often impotent. For instance, you know, and here's some of the gross generalisations that will offend some, there is no doubt that Māori are disproportionately represented in the bad statistics such as prisoners and child abuse and substance abuse. But, you know, that is not a true picture of the entire population, who are the vast majority are hardworking, productive, decent members of society and their families and their hapu and their iwi and the, the hardcore are the hardcore and not many in number. But our perception goes out. There is no doubt that there are also pockets of poverty in this country and there are people and children in material deprivation. But when the government came in and lifted the welfare spend by $5.5 billion to, to address this, just a few months after they assumed office, it seemed to make absolutely no difference to the poverty statistics at all. Food banks and social housing providers are still run off their feet. Because overwhelmingly, most people have a roof over their head and a meal in their belly, but the hardcore are the hardcore, but they're not that many in number. And then we had the revelation from a select committee yesterday that most schools will be worse off under the new measures announced by the government to get rid of school donations. And we also know, by the way, that measure is threatening things like school camps. And the gestation of this policy came because of the perception that school donations were a step too far for far too many families in the lower decile areas. But this does not seem to be the case. Because most people, even if poor, are willing to help fund their child's education because they're good people. The donation defaulters are the hardcore, but not many in numbers. And it all goes towards the government's moves to help this so-called hardcore. The perception of the breadth of problems means they go and apply universal aid. Universal aid to help pensioners heat their homes where most pensioners can heat their homes. Universal aid to help poor people go to uni university when the poor people were going to go to the university anyway and the numbers haven't listened, lifted. 
But you see, the problems are not universal. I've always said that Bill English was kind of onto something with his social investment model. I know it means targeting, and some sensitive souls take offense at that. But it would have meant the money and the aid would go to the hardcore and not those who need it, which is the vast majority. And the vast majority of New Zealanders, remember this, live responsibly, and they live well in a fantastic country, so don't let the hardcore convince you we don't.